Hi, my name is Michaela. Welcome to the Be the Light podcast, where we interview people who shine the light of Jesus in a secular world. Just wanted to let you guys know that due to a couple scheduling issues and a couple cases of the Rona, I wasn't able to put an episode out this January. But I have something special planned this the month of February because now I have two interviewees, Lauren and Mike Kane. Lauren has actually been on the podcast before. She and I talked about God's love in episode two, which will be in the show notes, so feel free to check that out. Mike and Lauren have both been family friends. Mike and Lauren are co-area directors of Southeast Cincinnati Young Life. Lauren is leading at Anderson High School, while Mike is leading Wildlife, which is a youth ministry for junior high at Nagel Middle School. Let's get this party started. How'd you guys meet? Well, thanks, Michaela, for having us, well, me back. This is Mike's first time, so. It is. He's Happy exci- to be here. He's excited for the party. Um, how we met. So you talked about uh, Young Life. So I went on Young Life staff here in S- Southeast Cincinnati, and Mike was up on Young Life staff in Columbus uh, near the Westerville area. And um, so I was on came on staff and we have these staff days together and you know I was new on staff I walked in the room and of course Mike notices me because you know it's me he's like the who's the pretty girl you know (laughs) she's not wrong (laughs) um but so just met he knows my sister because she went to Ohio State in Columbus so they were kind of distance friends or just were on the same friend group um but then after a couple months of just getting to know me, he just asked me on a date, called me up and said, hey, I think you're pretty cool. Uh, do you want to go on a date? And at that point, I wasn't, I, I always say I wasn't not, not interested, right? So I wasn't like, ooh, butterflies, but like, I don't know, this guy seems pretty cool. Uh, so why not give it a try? That's what dates are to get to know one another. That's yeah. how a lot of people describe me as being pretty cool. I get that. <laughs> yes, he gets that. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I am not cool. I think he's the coolest. Um, but yeah, so uh, he asked me on a date, and so we actually went to the Anderson Town Center Starbucks for our first date. Ooh, got some Starbucks. The way to my heart is through coffee, and so he knew that already, I guess. Uh <laughs> And we ended up sitting in that Anderson Starbucks for four hours, uh, just talking and, and chatting. And so uh, just felt like we had known each other for a while. And so it was it was pretty great. Can I uh, add a few details from, oh, from sure. my perspective, oh, okay. the right perspective? <laughs> um, of course. That's the first key to what we talk about, love and marriage, is that you need to be right. That's All a joke. the time. No, that's, that's a joke. A joke. <laughs> that's a joke. Um, so she's... Yeah, she gave you the details, both on staff, different uh, cities came together for a staff day. And what she leaves out pretty regularly is that one of the nights um, after we had uh, meetings throughout the day, um, a lot of the staff got together afterwards and played basketball. And she was one of the few um, women staff that were there playing basketball. She used to be a baller, high school basketball player. I did. Um, Wasn't that great, but or, or I was great. She was great. Um, she <laughs> was good enough to get my attention out on the basketball court. True. And I think there was one game. It was, yeah, you were guarded by someone else, but um, I was playing some incredible help defense and in that she got past her defender, and I slid over 
and swatted her shot. Mm, not true. Um, <laughs> I swatted it so bad she can't remember it apparently. But must have gave me a concussion <laughs> or something. <laughs> it was it was bad. Um, but anyways, after playing basketball, she was over at the water fountain, and I had noticed her earlier that day, and I made my move. I'm like, this is it. Um, and went over and yeah, we had a connection. My my go-to was just talking about her sister um, because we I knew we had that uh, friendship already, that mutual connection, and just got to yeah make like two minutes of small talk. With and her. again, I had you know the concussion from getting swatted, <laughs> yeah, so I don't remember yeah. that interaction. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you know, a couple couple months go by, but between seeing her and so in my mind, next time we we're having like a Cincinnati Columbus staff day, I'm planning out in my mind how I'm gonna make my next move and the next move actually was at the uh the fruit bar mm. during breakfast at, at our hotel some cantaloupe so yeah nothing like a good yogurt conversation to really get someone to, to, well, to like you. Yeah. 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 yeah 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 so <laughs> so then um, yeah we went on a date and uh after a couple of dates we're like yep I really like this guy and he really likes me and so we I don't know what do you call it made it Facebook official do kids Facebook anymore? Do you say Instagram official? I, I have no idea. TikTok official? I'm the last Whatever person it is. you want to ask in my generation. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have any of them. <laughs> well, you know, I guess made it official, started dating, and then, um, yeah, from there, kept dating, kn- knew we wanted to marry one another, and so then got married. Easy as that, yeah. right? <laughs> and I know you asked how we met, but... We went ahead and gave you the, the entire story oh. of oh, how we got fine. married, too. I hope that's I'm okay. I'm an oversharer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, is marriage all what you expected it to be? Why or why not? I think that's your question there, Lauren. Um, we were talking about this before, uh, and I said more, um, but that doesn't make sense what the question is. <laughs> um Which I think that means, I think it's different than I expected it to be, but better. Mm. Um, Just with, I don't know, expecting marriage to just be, oh, you know, fun all the time, and you have butterflies in your stomach every single day, and and stuff like that, Um, which would be great, but that's just not the true expectation, but it's not just this romantic love, it's a deep knowing one another love knowing your your sin and and all the gross stuff but yet having someone that's not gonna leave you um and just really knowing christ more through that and i think that's one of the biggest things that would be different than my expectations was that i didn't expect to know christ that much more through being married but just feel like i've gotten that gift to to know christ more because of this union I get to have with Mike. So what has been the biggest challenge in your marriage so far? Kind of heavy question. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> also, we we're uh, talking about this too. And uh, I want to say that nothing feels, I don't know, marriage is really, really fun with Mike. And we were talking about like, oh, it's one of the biggest challenges we have. Um, And I would say any marriage, the biggest challenge you can have is communication. Mm. Um, And I think in our marriage, just the two years um, 
we've been married. We got married in October of 2019. Um, we've ex- my little brother was in your wedding. Yes, yes, Thomas <laughs> was our little ring bearer. He did a great job. Was wearing some uh, bow ties and suspenders because he yeah. <laughs> and then was rocking it out on the dance floor doing the chicken dance. It was <laughs> you were too, Michaela. <laughs> I saw you out there. We have video proof. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. deny. I, I, I'm not denying I didn't dance. I'm just questioning if I did the chicken dance. Well, then Mike. Must have uh, um, swatted a ball away from you, and you got a concussion, too, on the dance floor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, but, yeah, so we got married, and I think uh, we have experienced outside challenges that we have gone through. Um, like two years into, two months into marriage, uh, my grandma, who we were, like, really, really close with, she passed away. And so Mike got to walk through that with me and my family. Um, like my parents and my sister and, and stuff. Um, and so that was really hard. And then obviously, you know, a wor- worldwide pandemic. <laughs> um, and just, yeah, just different challenges that we've had to walk through. And I think through that, the challenge is to communicate through the outside challenges. Um, and and I think we've done that really well and have learned um, just a lot about each other through just it being a weird the past two years, even if you weren't married. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I would say, yeah, just a marriage of challenges just to continue to communicate. And we're continuing to learn how to communicate differently in different seasons. So, so I've read this statistic that people are getting married at 32 years old. And just 12 years ago, it was 27 years old. What do you think has prohibited our society to veer away from marriage? Why or why not? Yes. Um, so question being, what, you know, why, why are people getting married later in life? Yes. Is basically, and you're seeing yeah. you know, five years. Um, yeah, difference just in the span of the last 12 years. <coughs> um, I'm, I'm not a sociologist or an expert in this <laughs> so I don't <laughs> um, but uh I I follow the Lord and I you know try and study culture as, as best I can and I think one of the things that you are seeing is uh the, the the desire hasn't changed people still want to experience the the good things of marriage and and one of the things that I think people want um in marriage is they want intimacy from another person um, but what I think as, as our, as our culture becomes, you know, further, it, it goes further and further away from Christian ideals. Um, yeah, I think America is now described as being post-Christian. Um, and so you don't have the Christian values as people still want that. They still want intimacy from another person. Um, but they're going to do that without the covenant of marriage. And, and I think people are figuring out, oh, I can have, you know, a glimpse at intimacy with somebody else um, without being tied down and being married to them. And, and so I think you're seeing people, um, you know, enjoying the, the kind of the short relationships with one another um, without the, the hard things about marriage. And so it's like I can, I can get all the benefit without the commitment of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think you're seeing people just get married less and less and I, and I think a large part of that is because Christ is not usually the the center of, of people's marriages now um, 
or or their life leading them not to get married. Mm-hmm. So that's my expert opinion <laughs> on that. <laughs> you are the expert. Yeah. Another tough challenge is being single in a world that is constantly looking for love in places other than the father. As a married couple, what would you say to your single friends coming into the season dreading Valentine's Day? Um, one is that Valentine's Day is kind of a made-up holiday. Uh, but <laughs> just um, want money. They just want money. No, I'm just uh, One, when I was single, uh, you know, you're a girl and you want the boy to buy you flowers and a big stuffed animal. Um, but why wait around to have a boyfriend to have those things? And so I bought myself a big stuffed animal one year, um, cause I wanted to, and I think I had like a Kroger gift card that was like $40 and I bought this ginormous caterpillar that would be in, in my room. Um, and it was the best, but it's still in our house too. Yes. Uh, really? yes. the middle That's school hilarious. and high school get kids, rid of it. Yeah, the middle school and high school kids that come into our house, love it. Um, and so, but the actual like advice, that's just some funny advice, uh, I have for, yeah, just my single friends is, and, and honestly, just anybody, I think we see in scripture that singleness and marriage are both gifts. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think culture today doesn't view singleness as a gift. Um, and I think the Lord has people, um, in seasons and I think we get to be content in them um and I just remember when I was single my sister um yeah just having conversations with her and being like hey like how can you use your singleness uh the gift of singleness how can you use that uh for the glory of the Lord and that just really made me um look at singleness differently because our culture tells you that it's a bad thing. Um, and so, yeah, just, just being content in my singleness, um, and seeing singleness as a gift instead of as a bad thing, I think Mm. would be my, my words for my single friends. All right. Because God is love and how Jesus teaches that all Christians should love your neighbors and your enemies. How did you, how did and do you show love on a non-marital level? Example, friends and colleagues. Yes. Um, how, how I did, I guess I'll speak for both of us here, how, how we did and how we do um, yeah. show love to others is, is probably pretty similar, just being involved in young life, getting to, to love middle school and high school and college age um, people is just something that we've done me for the past probably nine ten years now and ten years you've been doing yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's right that's ten right years um, and, and so and so one of the things that that we uh, brought in into marriage was that that attitude too that that even in marriage um, like we we want our marriage to um, increase our impact for the kingdom of God and and so we we feel yeah very called to to love other people and and it w- yeah within marriage we could have you know made this about us and and just lived to meet one another's needs but 
um, so much of our marriage is, is, okay, how do we use our marriage? How do we leverage the gift that God has given us um, and use it to bless other people? And so one super practical way that we do to, to love, um, yeah, love people is we just we open our house up to anyone who wants to be there. <laughs> and you, you've probably seen pictures or heard stories. I think it's four or five, sometimes six nights a week people are just at our house and it's college age or, or older, sometimes friends our age, um, high schoolers, middle schoolers just come into our house and, and we really want um, everyone who comes into our house to feel like they are a part of a family, um, mm. our family, but really we want our family uh, to reflect the family of Christ. And, and so it, it's not uncommon for um, Lauren and I just to be sitting at our dining room table and someone to walk in the side door and we actually have a, a saying at our house that homies use the side door <laughs> and so no one really comes in our front door they just use the side door mm-hmm. um, they mm-hmm. walk unless right in I, unless my family ends up driving up and going hey here's some food yeah, yes right, right, yes that <laughs> <laughs> you drop it off at the front door you know yeah. yes, the zucchini yes. bread and the flowers yes. and yes. stuff. <laughs> Um, but people come in and, and just sit at our table, and, and it could be any given night um, that someone just comes into our home. Um, but, but we talked about going into marriage, that that was something that um, was a non-negotiable for us, is us being about loving people um, and wanting them to know Christ more by, by seeing um, how we love one another, but then also how we love other people um, with each other. Yeah, Yeah, it's been fun to... Uh, get to lead out of our marriage like mm-hmm. make sure that you know we are connected and united with one another because then that just gets to overflow onto those around us and that we can be hospitable and uh, generous to our friends to come in and find rest um, in our home yeah. I think people will be over tonight too so yep <laughs> <laughs> we got time we got time <laughs> For singles dreading Valentine's Day, what's a good piece of scripture to turn to during this season? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, like I said earlier about, like, the advice for my single friends of just being content. I feel like Philippians 4 has some really good truths about being content in the Lord. Um, and so, and just talking about, like, God being near in seasons, but also that we can present our requests to God because um, if you're single right now and, and you want to be married, I don't think that is a bad desire and a bad thing to pray for. But God wants you to take it to him, right? And say, hey, God, I trust you with this. This is a desire of my heart. Um, but I'm going to trust you if, if you don't give me that gift today, tomorrow, if ever. Um, but then I will be content in you if, if not. Um, and so I just think it's really good. Yeah, just truths about god's heart for us and also just the ways we get to be content in him in in any situations because there are people who even are married who aren't content in their marriage and so it's not always just being single um where you don't feel content but just in general you know people just feeling content in, in their different gifts god's given them so how does God's love and light relate? How do God's love and light relate? Uh, they both start with L. They do start with That's L. That's it. Yes. Next question. All right, <laughs> moving on. Um, 
Yeah, I was trying to make another joke. I don't, I don't have anything. <laughs> uh, they're both four. No, light no, is five. five. <laughs> <laughs> if you spell L I T E, light, like. Night light. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> We're, you know, making jokes. That yeah, make yeah, yeah. How, how cut, do God's you love. You cut all this. Yeah. Oh, I'm just I, I won't. <laughs> no, to the question how do God's love and light relate? I would say that. Uh, the, the simple answer is that they, the source of both love and light is Jesus. Um, he is the source of both love and light. And um, the book of First John, uh, in John's beautiful sermon that he's given, uh, he makes this very clear that, um, that God is love. And then he spends the first half of the book talking about how God is light. God is light and God is love. And, um, and talking about uh, love, he says that uh, love is is laying your life down, um, just as Christ laid his life down for the church. Um, and so if you want to, to be the light, if you want to um, share the light of Christ with someone, you can't do it without loving someone. And, mm-hmm. and the picture that we are given is, is how Christ went to the cross, um, sacrificed his life, um, to show us and for us to experience God's love, that's the same thing that you're going to do to other people is to lay down your needs to come underneath people um, and love them um, by putting them first. Um, and in doing so, you're going to be sharing the light of Christ. Okay. All right. Mike, since Lauren has been on the podcast, I'll ask you what advice would you give to someone who wants to be the light? Uh, good question. Uh, some advice, I would say, um, lean into who God has made you to be. The, the, uh, the, the, the most effective way for you to be the light um, is to be who God has designed you to be um, and to lean into the gifts that you have um, instead of trying to be someone else. Um, can I share a quick story with that? Sure. How long do I have? Uh, you have as long as you want. <laughs> oh, go, great. Oh, no. Don't give me that. <laughs> Here we go. Um, so I was involved in a high school ministry at the time with Young Life. I was leading at a high school. And um, I, I, I guess back up a little bit, came to know Christ. And as soon as I heard the gospel, I was like, we got to share this good news with everyone. I, there's so many people like me that need to know the gospel. Let's, let's tell the entire world. And that was my mindset. Um, as I grew in the Lord, grew closer to him, but then also was, was around a lot of other Christians, um, I began looking at them and trying to imitate them uh, to a fault, where I would look at someone and I'd be like, man, they are such a great speaker. I need to be a speaker just like them. Or I'd see someone who was really funny and humorous from up front. I'd be like, man, I got to be just as funny as that person or, you know, so forth. And until I feel like I did not know who I was. And I got to a point where I was like, I'm whoever other people want me to be. Um, and I remember sharing this with a high schooler at the time who he was following the Lord. And we were kind of looking back on his time in high school. He was about to graduate. And he looked at me and he goes, you know, Mikey, it was, it was, you know, it wasn't until this year where I, I learned that you're not the best 
speaker. You know, you're not the best teacher of the Bible. And I was like, oh, gee, thanks, Kyle. It's <laughs> real nice of you to say. He goes, you know, you're not you're not the funniest guy either. Huh? Good. This is <laughs> keep going. Feel real good. <laughs> really devoting. Um, her. And he goes, he goes, yeah. And this other guy, um, he's actually a better leader than you. Oh, great. <laughs> but he goes, really <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, you know, he's tearing me down to build me up, I guess. But then he looks at me, he goes, but the thing I will always remember about you is the way that you love the people. Mm. And I was like, that's it. That's it. I don't, I don't, I don't need to try to be um, this picture of, uh, of uh, you know, the leader who, who other people are. I don't need to try to act like anybody else. Um, I need to lean into who God has made me to be, um, to love others. And that's going to be the best way that I am going to be able to be the light um, and to share Christ's love with others. That's good. That's a good word. Thank you, Mike and Lauren Hain, for sharing your ways of being a light in a secular world. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, Kayla. Thank you.